I'm going to say a word and I want you to shout out the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Witch. Broomsticks. Okay, I heard you. Evil. Spells. Okay, I understand that. Want to know what comes to my mind when I hear the word witch? Love. Why? Keep listening and you'll soon find out. I'm your host, Michelle. Welcome to Caribbean Folklore and Mysteries. Are you aware that an island right here in the Caribbean is home to an inspirational love story centered around a powerful witch? Now, before I tell you more, I have one small request. I want you to release any preconceived concepts, notions, or ideologies that you associate with the word witch. Lay them down on the floor, place them on the shelf, release them into the wind, let them go. Now, take a journey with me. continent. Which country I hear you asking? Well, the specific location doesn't matter right now. Just note that there is an economic boom taking place for some. Wealth thrives, rains down in abundance for some. Multiple sectors are flourishing. The hustle and bustle of activity pulsates. Night falls. The moon is in its full glow. The leaves of a nearby tree reflect its light, and against the midnight blue sky, they shine, glisten, sparkle. Now, look up. Higher. A little higher. Can you see that shadowy outline? Focusing. Closer. Do you see her clearer now on that branch so high? Watch what she does in five, four, three, two, one. Soaring high, her body catches the wind and she flies. Flies over land, rivers, over the tumultuous Atlantic Ocean, picking up speed until the warm air off the Caribbean Sea magnetically summons her from that height of flight. Pausing, inhaling the fragrant air, she descends slowly, slowly until her feet touch the earth in Le Couteau. Her search begins, a search to find those of her blood taken from her. She was not able to save them on home ground, unable to prevent their capture and sale. But now, as dew forms on the grass around her, she will invoke all of her powers to bring them back. Daylight breaks. Days pass. She realizes that it is not the lives of her loved ones alone that need to be saved, but hundreds more. There's no way her powers could magic them all away. 
but, and isn't there always the proverbial but to the best laid plans or intentions? But, if she stays, she could use her wisdom of natural medicine, ancestral practices, her magic, to heal, to help, to ease. Ease the burden, ease the pains, minimize tragedy. She could give hope, she could empower. It didn't matter how minor. She knew she was needed. So she stayed, blending in but standing out, making her presence felt, and she was loved. Sarah was loved by many in the community. Love for her even existed within the plantocracy, with whom she was said to have found favour. The most valuable love to Sarah was the love from Tom, the man who became part of her soul, the man she married. Time passed. Sarah, settled in Lake Couteau, thrived as much as it would have been possible for someone like her in that environment. She never tried to return. The love between her and Tom was unbreakable, a bond and a passion so strong it was revered, respected by all. Then, Tom tragically died. The passing of her soulmate reignited in Sarah the desire to return home, to once more fly over open waters, cross oceans back to her birthplace. The next night when the moon's glow was in full abundance, Sarah climbed. She climbed a tall, majestic silk cotton tree on Golden Lane. Perched on its uppermost branches, as she did years before. She launched herself into the embrace of the winds ready to fly. Instead, she fell. Completely unaware, Sarah's greatest power had been drained from her. The next morning, her body was found by those she'd served and nurtured. They buried her next to her beloved Tom. Her story, their love, her magic, forever ingrained, deeply rooted in Le Couteau and along Golden Lane. Welcome back and welcome to my new listeners. In recognition of this month when we highlight and celebrate all things love, I wanted to introduce Gang Gang Sarah. The story goes that Sarah was a witch, a mystical healer, if you will, who flew from West Africa to Tobago to rescue captured family members. However, when she arrived and saw the conditions, she decided to stay, using her powers, her knowledge to help the mass population. There's so many layers to the Gang Gang Sarah story that are worthy of discussion or exploration. In my opinion, the decision Sarah made exemplifies love, ultimate love for mankind or humanity. To willingly choose to stay in an environment that at best can be described as unwelcoming for the benefit of others with no benefit to self, what can I say? 
pure unselfish love. Or some may call it crazy, but I digress. Sarah and her husband Tom were favored by the plantation owner, a man referred to as Uncle Pete or Grandfather Pete. Make a note of this information. It's going to be significant again a little bit later. Now, you may wonder, what was it that caused Sarah to lose her power or her ability to fly? I'll give you a few seconds to take a guess. Ready for the answer? Salt. It is said that Sarah unknowingly consumed food with salt, and that proved to be a poison to her powers. Now, how did this happen? It depends on who you ask, where you research, or what you read. Some attribute it to an unintentional accident, where others say it was a deliberate move by said Uncle Pete or Grandfather Pete to deliberately take away Gang Gang Sarah's powers. And this again highlights, or, or there's so much you can delve deeper into, because even in modern times now, Aren't we always being cautioned to be aware or mindful of what we consume and the impact it may have on our physical, mental, and emotional state? Finally, it is said that the location of Sarah's tragic passing for a period became a shrine to other healers, with Obia men and women visiting, laying tributes, and the marked graves are Tom of Tom, sorry, and Sarah still remain, albeit in a state of disrepair. Now, if anyone listening is from Tobago, Trinidad, or you've been to Tobago, and you can confirm if this is really true, if the graves are still there, please message me via the links in the show notes and let me know. I would really appreciate that. So what is your take or interpretation on Gang Gang Sarah folklore? Do you think it may be rooted in fact or have connections to actual events? After all, it is alleged that graves still exist for Sarah and Tom. I'll tell you what. Head on over to our Facebook page and let's discuss further over there. Or send me a voice message. All links will be in the show notes. Thank you for your support. Please like, follow, subscribe. And share this link with friends, family, and within your social media circles. Until next time, bye-bye.